This is the Canty and Carlin Podcast. Well, if that doesn't make you want to go run into the streets and flag down your good humor ice cream truck, I don't know what will. It's Canty and Carlin, ESPN Radio, Sirius XM Channel 80. No Canty, no Carlin, no ice cream, but you've got Courtney Cronin and Aaron Goldhammer with you here on this beautiful Thursday up, afternoon. What is going on? The moment Aaron and I have been waiting for, the moment that everybody has been tanking for, the NBA draft is tonight. You can hear coverage, wall-to-wall coverage. They're out at the Barclays Center beginning 7 p.m. Eastern on most ESPN radio stations and on the ESPN app. It's been a weird 24 hours, Aaron, because we know the new wave of stars are going to get ushered into the NBA in a matter of five-ish hours, and we're seeing the odds change on who might be the number two overall pick and whether it will be Scoot Henderson, whether it will actually be Brandon Miller. And then the trade that happened that was actually finalized in the middle of the night after it was called off because there were some concerns about Malcolm Brogdon's physical ends up getting finalized, and that's what I woke up to this morning. We've got plenty to break down here on Canty and Carlin over the course of the next few hours. You can tweet to us throughout any point of the show. Courtney R. Cronin is my handle, at HammerNation19 is Aaron's. You can also hit us up on the CC call-in line, 888-SAY-ESPN, 888-729-3776. But we start with the most obvious decision in the history of decisions, which happens right around 7 p.m. Eastern time tonight when the draft starts. The San Antonio Spurs are on the clock. Victor Wembanyama is within their reach. We knew that this was going to happen the day of the lottery. The Powerball, we'll call it that, because it certainly got the stakes uh, raised quite a bit with a generational talent like Wembanyama, the French player who has been just dominating the competition throughout his entire career. But now... It's becoming so clear and so apparent that things are about to change in San Antonio with the way that they can build around this generational player. But we just don't know yet how good Wembenyama can be. We won't be finding that out tonight, Aaron. But we will find out that he has a new home and he's going to be, you know, enjoying yes. the river walk down in San Antonio because there's no way the Spurs can mess this up, right? No, no, no way, no how. I could be the general manager of the San Antonio Spurs tonight. My grandma could be the general manager of the San Antonio Spurs tonight and just see Victor Wembanyama walk in and know that he's the guy who should be picked. So I think the draft is going to start with this sort of coronation moment, but I think it's it's a moment that every NBA fan should be watching and listening to, Courtney, because I guess there's a world in which the basketball scouts say we'll be seeing the highlight from the moment he gets drafted for the next 25 years because he's going to have one of those careers. I mean, I can still tell you exactly what LeBron James was wearing on draft night, a white suit. It's only because that suit was so oversized that we remember it in all of its infamous glory. Right. So here's my question tonight, because we're not going to be debating who should go number one. And, you know, Wembenyama could get hurt. There could be things that happen that derail his career. But I think he's about as sure a thing as you're going to find in the NBA. And the only question left is how good. What do you wear if you're Victor Wembenyama (laughs) tonight? Do you go traditional or do you go off the board? You know, so often I think, Courtney, we're obsessed at award shows with what your who your designer you know they go who are you wearing you know i'm wearing vera wang i'm i don't even know who half these people are who and what does victor Wembanyama wear tonight is one of my big draft questions your thoughts well 
fortunately, his his place of origin knows a thing or two about fashion. Yes. If you are a designer housed in France, if you didn't use this moment to capitalize, I know I'm sure everybody from Chanel and, and Saint Laurent and all these other places were so locked in on the NBA lottery more than a be. month ago now. They, when you, and they when, listen to ESPN Radio. Eve. What's up, Eve? I don't know if Eve Saint Laurent is even a person, but I'm just assuming. The it, it, But that was the moment where – the dollar signs for people and the endorsements and everybody that works in the fashion industry, especially those in France, we're probably thinking, man, can we be the ones to outfit Victor Wembanyama and have him take us with onto the, the stage at the Barclays Center when he goes and gets introduced as the San Antonio Spurs pick with the first pick in the draft. Now, I think he'll keep it traditional. We'd love to put some odds on this. I mean, the odds right now, according to Caesars, are changing between Brandon Miller and Scoot Henderson and who might be number two, who might be number three. I don't know if we have any odds yet on Victor Wembanyama's outfit and what he might walk into the Barclays Center with. And I I assume he's there, though. I don't have that confirmed, but the overall number one pick, you would expect He's come to the United States for this, and he did a great interview with Malika Andrews. Uh, yesterday and he did uh, some podcast work and some you know just to try to get some promotional stuff out there now if I'm him there's a way I'd go with a tailored look I actually think that the tuxedo is an underused item of clothing this is one of my life philosophies okay if you buy a tux let's say for a wedding or whatever if and you're you know a dude you probably bring out that tux another two or three times in life. Like how 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 many of us have like charity benefits that we have to go to where we're wearing a tuxedo on a regular basis? Courtney, I only wear a suit a handful of times a year. I mean, I don't have a job that requires me. Right now I'm wearing a polo shirt and a pair of jeans sitting here with you doing the show. But I think that this is an occasion that really does require Bruce Wayne's suit from Batman. And I think that's, I would go with the cummerbund. I would go with the traditional tailored look, but I would go beyond suit. I would go tuxedo if I was Victor Wembanyama. Whatever it is, it's going to be clean. We, uh, we know that these, these players, whether it's the NFL, whether it's the NBA, the drafts that are most highly televised, yeah. they always have the most eyes on them, and guys are going to make sure that they look their absolute but, but best. But there are some bad – there are some green suits. Like, who has a green suit? Get out of here with that. You know you're going to be a spur. Black and white. Get it? The tuxedo look is going to last forever it's going to be awesome you could even mix in a little silver in there the the other dangerous thing to do he better go with the pants the full length Courtney oh it, you're it, not it, a high water guy with the when ankles? you're seven five and you I I do not want to see any sock and I do not want to see any ankle on Victor Wembanyama, going to be very disappointed in him. Well, we don't know what his fashion sense is and what he's going to show up in tonight, but what we do know about the potential, the expected number one overall pick in the NBA draft, is that he will be one of the best shot blockers in the NBA. He's, here's P.J. Carlissimo, ESPN NBA analyst, on Greeny about all that Wembanyama will bring to the Spurs. He's going to be one of the best shot blockers in the league. And it's not just because he's so tall and so athletic. He has a knack for it. I, I, like, to me, you've never been able – you can work with guys a little bit, but you can't teach shot blocking. There's guys that are just that are very good at that. They, they anticipate. They see it, not just their own guy, more so off the ball. 
he's incredible. You watch him block shots. I mean, he could block three shots or more a game. That alone makes him a, a really, really uh, major contributor. You know, everybody always says you got to have one NBA skill. This kid's got like four or five, but the two they keep talking about all the time, the shot blocking and the stroke. So that's, I mean, he's going to be unbelievable. Kenny and Carlin, ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, Courtney Cronin, and Aaron Goldhammer. When I was hosting the week at the week of the NBA draft lottery, remember yeah. when when Brian Windhorst was in France for uh, yes. the, what, the moment when it happened? We had him on best week ever a couple days later. So he's you know flying around the country and and he comes and, and talks to us about what happened in the moment that you know he found out that he was number one overall pick and. I hear PJ Carlissimo talking about all the skills he brings to the to the NBA, and Wendy made this comment. He's like, "This isn't hyperbole," but he had talked to people who had seen him defend the perimeter, yeah, and the low post at the exact same time. <laughs> it's like Inspector Gadget is somehow playing in the NBA. Courtney, I feel confident enough just in the few highlights that I've seen. And trust me, I was not watching Metropolitan's 92, uh, you know, much uh, on the the stream feed or whatever live from Paris. But uh, enough people that I trust that I talk to about basketball are so high on his potential that if he isn't a Hall of Fame level player, I think he's a bust. Okay. Those are incredibly high. Now, is it at LeBron's level? No. He, LeBron had his high school games called by Jay Billis and Dick Vitale. That's Bill Walton. That's that that was on a whole nother plane. He was on the cover of Sports Illustrated at 17 years old. But I think the bar for him is the Hall of Fame, and I, I think the question is, can he even exceed that level? But I I would be surprised if he if we weren't inducting this guy into Springfield, Massachusetts at some point. But as a rookie, I'm just curious your read on what, what what do you think a good rookie year for him looks like? It's so hard to tell because I mean that's a Spurs team. Like I think you have to project out where they are right now after winning what like 19 games last yeah. season. Like they yeah. tanked for this moment, yep. and now there's no way that they're going to stray the course here. He's going to be a franchise player. He's going to be absolutely incredible. This is a team that hasn't had that guy since Kawhi Leonard left. So no matter what happens, like hey, how well, how many, you know, what his averages are, like what he does sure. as a rookie, sure. it's going to be something that we haven't seen in the NBA in a very long time and something that this franchise has not seen since they pulled off that trade on draft night with the Indiana Pacers to get Kawhi Leonard in their organization. Now, I don't don't know know that winning is a fair bar for him either because, you know, LeBron's, LeBron didn't go to the playoffs until his third season. Jordan's team didn't win as a rookie. So I, and that's I, I why don't I don't that... think I'm putting that bar on Victor Wembanyama because there is still so much doing that has to be done to this roster. They have about $37 million, I believe, in cap space, at least right now, and all that mm-hmm. they plan to put around Victor Wembanyama. When you have a player who, like again, like these comparisons that we have heard about him and all of the, like, he's got – Kevin Durant's wingspan and, you know, the, the, you know, he's Kevin Durant on offense. He's a mixture of AD and Rudy Gobert defensively. It's like Giannis, right? he's the best of the absolute best. And I want to play this sound for you. Like Brian Windhorst, he he categorizes perfectly. He called him a unicorn 
when he was on Get Up back a couple weeks ago. This was after he went out to France to do the whole thing, sit with him during the night he found out he was going to be the number one overall pick. And this is what he had to say about why Wembenyama, all these hyperbolic statements we're making, why they're going to be true. This player is not like any other player. When you look at his frame, he absolutely will be embarrassed occasionally by somebody who is bigger than him. But I am going to tell you, and you're not going to believe what I'm saying here, but I am going to tell you that Victor Wembanyama can defend the rim and the three-point line at the same time. You don't think it's possible until you see it happen with his length. If if I just I love hearing Brian Windhorst say that, and if you thought that was absurd, wait until you hear this. We've got some breaking news from wow. Woj right now. The Washington Wizards are finalizing a deal to send Chris Paul to the Golden State Warriors for a package that will include Jordan Poole and future draft assets. The deal has been agreed upon per sources telling our ESPN's Adrian Wojnarowski. Huh. This one is one I did not see coming. I thought California, I thought the Lakers, I thought the Clippers did not think that he'd be going up to the Bay Area. Is he going to be a bench player? Chris Paul is going to come off the bench for the Warriors, right? I mean, Steph and Clay are their starting backcourt. I don't think that's changing. I mean, maybe I'm I'm missing something, but Chris Paul is going to Golden State to be a backup point guard. Right, Courtney? I mean, they're, they're going to start all three of those guys? I don't see that. That's so. It, I'm trying to put the pieces in place because my first thought goes to okay, you know, the buyout contract that like the buyout market of what it would have been had this right. not happened and right. You know, and obviously the pool still... thing with um with Draymond. I mean, this so now, this, uh, this points to a lot of different things. So what yes. you just brought up with Jordan Poole, this points to them spending big to keep Draymond Green to keep that core together. Yeah. Now they they've made no bones about it. They're willing to do that. Chris Paul going to a place where he can be a backup point guard and a playmaker at that, that might be the best thing for him at this point of his career, 18 seasons in, when injuries have derailed how successful he's been able to be and how much he's been able to contribute during the playoffs. I am trying to make this work, though, in my mind, because the Golden State Warriors still have a window to win championships. That's why all of the comments from Mike Dunleavy Jr., from Steve Kerr, from from Joe and Kurt Lacob have been about Draymond Green and wanting to find a way to keep him there. Now, I just I find this weird, though, because there was a couple days ago, June 19th, to be exact, Dunleavy said this about Jordan Poole. He said, we plan on having him here four more years at least. Remember, they gave him that massive $128 million contract extension Right around now, last year, he um, should have said we plan on having plans? him. We, we plan on having him four more days at least. Because three days later, they end up going and making this trade. Courtney last off season a year ago, they signed Jordan Poole to a giant contract after he helped them win an NBA championship. I mean, he was. Sure, Steph was the MVP, but they don't win that title and beat the Celtics if it wasn't for the the way that Jordan Poole played. And the fact that he got the money created this weird dynamic that led to the punch heard around the world with Draymond. And it seems like actually somehow Poole is the one who's getting punished for the punch. They want to keep Draymond in Oakland or in San Francisco. I'm sorry, they've moved. Uh, No one plays in Oakland in a minute. Uh, and then they end up sending Jordan Poole and, and shipping him off to basketball Siberia in Washington. Um, 
I don't know if would you want Jordan Poole for that money? The other thing that I think about here, Courtney, is Chris Paul and Steph Curry have been real rivals throughout their career. Um, I mean, I, I think back to 2014 where uh, Chris Paul was the guy that could shut Steph Curry down, where he yeah. just outworked him and kept him from even being able to touch the ball. And I think back to, I think there's been some pushing and some shoving and some fisticuffs and some altercations. They've been real rivals. So it'll be interesting to see now the dynamic of them, not as rivals, but as teammates. We all remember what happened in the postseason. Remember, Steph did his shimmy, and then Chris Paul did the shimmy back on Steph after he hit a deep three. Idols become rivals. Rivals become idols. I guess they become teammates. That's going to be real fun for Golden State Warriors fans to now have to root for Chris Paul. So, again, the breaking news in the NBA just hours ahead of the NBA draft. The Washington Wizards are finalizing a deal to send Chris Paul to the Warriors. That's according to Woj. The package also includes Jordan Poole and future draft Assets. So Jordan Poole now becomes the face of the Washington Wizards, and Chris Paul gets traded for the sixth time in his career. It was almost seven, if you remember, that Lakers deal that ended up getting Knicks. He's kind of like the Brandon Cooks of the NBA. I think that is a fair one to say. But plenty more on this on Canty and Carlin. We're going to keep you updated on the latest happenings in the draft world, whether there is any movement, what Portland's going to do now that the clock is ticking with them sitting with that number three overall pick and plenty more on what it means for the Golden State Warriors getting Chris Paul and what this means for the Washington Wizards, a team in a perennial state of rebuild. Now they've got Jordan Poole and some future draft assets coming their way. That's all coming your way right here on Canty and Carlin, ESPN Radio, and the ESPN app. This is the Canty and Carlin Podcast. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, 
doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Chris Paul, California dreaming. He is now going to be a Golden State Warrior. This is the breaking news in the NBA world. Woj, just moments ago, the deal has been agreed upon. The Washington Wizards are finding a, finalizing a deal to send Chris Paul to the Golden State Warriors for a package that includes Jordan Poole and future draft assets. What are those draft assets, you might ask? Well, it's a 2020-2030 protected second, first-round pick in a 2027 second-rounder. That is what the Wizards are getting in this hall. That also includes Jordan Poole. This is Canty and Carlin on ESPN Radio. Courtney Cronin, Aaron Goldhammer with you on this Thursday afternoon. Ahead of the NBA draft, this show is always presented by Progressive Insurance. And I I just go back to how a couple of days ago, Mike Dunleavy Jr. was you know talking with reporters about the state of the Golden State Warriors, what lies ahead in free agency. Of course, Draymond Green is a big storyline for them and what they're going to do. And he was asked about Jordan Poole, Aaron, and he said that he that the Warriors, quote, plan on having him here four more years at least. And then, you know, a couple days later, four days later, he ends up with the Washington Wizards. And I go back to Monday when the deal for or Sunday, when the deal for Bradley Beal was finalized. And I think to myself, if the Wizards couldn't get a first rounder for either Beal or Kristaps Porzingis, they get Poole and a pick here? How does that make sense? Well, I think obviously the Warriors regret the contract they signed Jordan Poole to, right? I mean, that's the first thing I'd say. Think of the timeline here. I mean, in October, Jordan Poole was a huge part of the Warriors' core with Steph and then beyond, right? And now here we are a few months later. A lot can change over the span of a season. Courtney, I, I think that his tenure in Golden State was sealed when he got punched in the face, which they've got to explain that one to me because you'd think that the puncher would be the one that you'd want to get out of your organization, not the guy that got punched. But, Courtney, they've admitted that that situation and all of the fallout totally affected their season this year, maybe why they ended up as a six seed, ultimately why they never came together and, and flamed out against the Lakers in round two. They were really lucky, I think, to get by Sacramento in the first round. Um to bring in Chris Paul at this stage of the game, I, I their idea must be have him for the playoffs, play him 15, 20 minutes a game. You know, they're not that that is a star coming off the bench in name only, but he is going to be a role player for the Golden State Warriors and not a featured part of a big anything. I don't want anybody going, who's going to beat this team? Chris Paul, Steph Curry. He's a backup point guard now, is is what I see in terms of the way their roster is taking shape. And it doesn't, I mean, I just, I'm trying to wrap my brain around all of this and wondering what is his role outside of that. I don't see a role outside of that for Chris Paul because the backcourt's already crowded unless you're going to all of a sudden make Stephen Curry into a shooting guard. And it, no, it doesn't make no. any sense because it's Steph's team, Steph's and Clay and you, and you, in the backcourt. You can't play Steph and, and Chris Paul in your backcourt. You don't have enough size to guard anybody. Yeah, they're I mean, a team could, that loves small ball, but I think even they have learned the lessons in going too small with some of these lineups. It, that doesn't seem feasible, but the depth is one 
that should help the Golden State Warriors. We know that Stephen Curry has dealt with injuries the last couple of years. And, you know, at this point of his career, having that depth is never going to be a bad thing. The Warriors still see their window, though, to win a championship right now. What yeah. this probably means with Jordan Poole out of the Golden State Warriors organization. He's headed to the Washington Wizards. He's the new face of that organization, and we'll get into more of what that means here shortly. But this is a sign that Draymond Green, name your price, you're going to be staying with the Golden State Warriors. You don't make this trade if you knew that you were moving on from Draymond Green or if you knew that you couldn't afford what you think he's likely to ask for now that he has opted out of his player option, which he did earlier this week. I mean, that's what I, with no reporting, Courtney, would read into this, is just that they decided that Poole and Draymond could not coexist. Now, I also think, like, they realized they made a mistake and they wanted to move on from Jordan Poole. Like, I I think they certainly prioritized that they wanted to get him out. Here's part of the problem to me with, do, do you think this really changes their championship potential, their championship you know, chances at all? Not because, necessarily. I mean, I still look at Denver's got to be the class of the West. They're the defending champions, right? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I think that they were they the gap between them and the rest of the West, considering how they were built, how much you know, how long they had these players under contract. Let's not forget, ahead of day, you know, the game five of the NBA Finals, they pulled off a trade with the Oklahoma City Thunder to get draft capital yep. to replenish the bottom of their roster because Nikola Jokic is under contract. They're going to extend Jamal Murray. They have all these superstar players that they now have under contract for a while, and they want uh-huh. to replenish and rebuild. So, no, I mean, the Western Conference, if you're predicting this thing out for the 2023-24 season, it's Denver and then it's everybody else, but I'm just not so certain at looking at this trade at face value but also knowing what else is going on in the Western Conference. I expect that Phoenix is going to end up making some moves here because their owner has shown that – He's you know, got a penchant for wanting to spend money, and they've got a big decision on DeAndre Ayton. You still have the Sacramento Kings. Let's not forget, they were a really good team last year. And yeah. the Los Angeles Lakers with LeBron and with Anthony Davis in something that they end up doing, whatever it is. I mean, you can't put them. You can't put the Mavericks. You can't put the Clippers. And even Memphis with the 25-game suspension for Ja, you can't put them out of the conversation just yet. No, I mean, that it's, leaves- a, it's a crowded field in the West. But I don't know really how much Chris Paul, I mean, maybe he takes some pressure off Steph in terms of the number of minutes that he needs to play. But what I remember about the Warriors flaming out in that Lakers series, Courtney, is that they couldn't score. I I, I mean, their, their best offense was Steph, find a way to get open, chuck up a shot. Steph, find a way to find somebody else. They were super reliant on Steph Curry to do everything for them on offense. Well, this certainly doesn't help that problem. No, you know? it doesn't. And I, I, to... you know, and I don't know how much you can really count on Chris Paul to play, but sort of one of your next generation of guys. Think about it this way: they already decided to cut bait on James Wiseman. I don't know how they feel about Kaminga, but it doesn't look to me like he's got All Star potential. And then they also let Jordan Poole go. So this whole idea that they had this great young core because they were got bad in between championship runs. Like that to me now is totally and completely gone. They're going old and they're trying to bank on their veteran guys who are in their mid-30s for one last championship run 
before eventually they end up really having to tear this thing totally down and start a complete rebuild. So There was I, a ton of potential with that, too. I mean, this yep. is a team that you brought up James Wiseman, you talked about Jordan Poole and all of the draft assets that after they won championships and they're drafting in the later part of the first round, they felt, hey, draft and develop, get yourself in a situation where you can replenish. Now they're going all in. The window's right now, at least the way that the Golden State Warriors view it, but it's not a window for long because age is a factor here. You've got a 38-year-old Chris Paul with a 35-year-old Stephen Curry and Draymond and Clay in their early 30s. That is the core of the Golden State Warriors. Now we're going to figure out, will Chris Paul come off the bench? What is his role with this Golden State Warriors team? We're going to ask an expert next right here on Canty and Carlin, ESPN Radio, and the ESPN app. Canty and Carlin, the podcast. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills. Your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? (laughs) Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network. All lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code FIRSTTAKE and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more, more than, than ever. ever. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to gamble responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. This U.S. promotional offer not available in D.C., Mississippi, North Carolina, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369 for New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. For Massachusetts, 1-800-327-5050. For Iowa, 1-800-BETS-OFF. For Puerto Rico, 1-800-981-0023. For West Virginia, Visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. First bet offer for new customers only. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. In partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. With everyone fighting for attention, how can your business stand out and connect with customers? Easy. Get Constant Contact. Constant Contact's award-winning marketing platform has helped millions of small businesses stand out, stay top of mind, and see big results. Fast. Constant Contact makes it easy to promote your business with powerful tools like email and SMS marketing, social media posting, and even events management. With Constant Contact, you'll reach new audiences, grow your customer list, and communicate more effectively to sell more, raise more, and fast-track growth. Don't know much about marketing? No sweat. Constant Contact's writing assistance tools and automation features help you say the right thing at the right time, every time. Plus, you can send with confidence, knowing your emails are actually reaching your customers thanks to Constant Contact's best-in-class 97% deliverability rate. Tackle any challenge with Constant Contact's expert live customer support. Plus, everything's backed by their 30-day money-back guarantee. So get going and start growing your business today with a free trial at ConstantContact.com. Just go to ConstantContact.com right now. Constant Contact, helping the small stand tall. ConstantContact.com. 
The Washington Wizards have agreed to send Chris Paul to the Golden State Warriors for Jordan Poole. I think, I think, I think at all times you just want to be somewhere uh, where you can compete for a championship and, and definitely be with a team uh, where you appreciate it. I think this is a right move for the Warriors, and I would love to see Chris Paul alongside uh, Steph Curry. After 18 seasons, will Chris Paul finally win a ring in a new home? He has been traded to the Washington Wizards. They are get Chris Paul in a package that includes Jordan Poole, a 2030 protected first round pick, and a 2027 second rounder. That is going across the country to Washington. This is Canty and Carl on ESPN Radio and the ESPN app. Courtney Cronin, Aaron Goldhammer, pleased to welcome in Mark J. Spears, NBA senior writer for ESPN and Anscape, to help us break down this whole trade. And, Mark, there's not too much that shocks me these days when we see these blockbuster deals and the one <laughs> that went through last night. But, but your initial reaction, was it shock when you heard this one? Oh, certainly stunned. Um you know, I, I know Chris wants to be in California. I know he wants to be close to home to his wife and kids. Um, but, man, the Warriors, <laughs> you know, like you, we heard certainly some rumor stuff of him as a free agent, that being a potential place. But, you know, don't ever estimate the power of Stephen Curry. And, uh, you know, their relationship goes back to childhood. So, um Perhaps behind the scenes they talked, and uh, I'm guessing CP told him that they'd want uh, that that told Steph he'd want to play with him. And from what I'm hearing, preliminary is that CP is expected to start. So obviously, you know, you got to see what happens with Draymond Green. Uh, but if if Draymond does come back, it's probably a small lineup, uh, but a powerful lineup that would be CP, Steph, um, Clay. Uh, Wiggins and Draymond. Um, Draymond doesn't come back, then I guess you'll have, uh, you know, um, uh, some other things to look at there. But um, even as a small lineup, that's a that's a powerful lineup, a scary lineup. And yeah, I, I don't expect Chris Paul to come off the bench. I mean, it's a powerful lineup on offense, but on defense, yeah. I guess, Mark, I'd be a little bit concerned oh, yeah. about the the lack of size in that lineup. Is is just it, yeah. it's a little bit eye opening. Um, what what yeah. is the surprising thing about this to you? The rivalry between Chris Paul and the Warriors over the years, or what? What's the element of it that made you say "whoa" when you saw the news? <laughs> I mean, all of it, right? Like, <laughs> I didn't expect him to ever wear a Warriors uniform. Him and Steph are certainly friendly rivals. Um, you know, you, you you just don't see that move, and it, and it's kind of a gluttonous from a guard standpoint. Like, do do they really need that? Sure, why not? Right. Um, so it's um, if, if people commonly call Steph Curry a shooting guard anyway, so now you got a guy that could get him open shots and uh, get Steph, I mean Clay, open shots, make it give him another facilitary besides Draymond Green. Subin Draymond back. It's 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 one of the most stunning trades I've ever heard. But I know Chris wants a ring, man, and he he wants to put himself in the best position to win. And not knowing all the options, I'm assuming this is the best one to put him in a 
a place where he, he could get that championship ring. And then if you think of it from a minute standpoint, like he doesn't have to play 40 minutes, 35 minutes, even 30 minutes there. He could, he could be, I think his sweet spot's probably like 25 to 30. And uh, so, you know, Moses Moody is still there. I thought he had a fantastic uh, season last year, especially in the postseason. So they get him in that four guard rotation. And so maybe they start off small and, then bring Looney in, and, um, you know, I'm keeping an eye on uh, who they draft. Maybe they get some size that way because I agree with you. They were extremely tiny last year and, um, you know, didn't replace Wiseman, and that that doesn't change with this situation. ESPN senior NBA writer Mark J. Spears joins us here on Canty and Carlin. Courtney Cronin, Aaron Goldhammer is always presented by Progressive Insurance. And we thought Chris Paul was going to California, somewhere in Southern California. We didn't think it'd be all the way up in the Bay, <laughs> yeah. but that is where he is headed. And I wanted to know, what does this mean now for the Clippers point guard search? Because they strike out on Chris Paul. The Malcolm Brogdon deal last yeah. night falling through. Tyus Jones is not going there. Neither is Marcus Smart. Does that mean it's Russell Westbrook's job? Am I reading that correctly? I mean, it's, I mean, it's, a, it's a decent free agency market, right? But kind of almost better to go with the guy that you know. Um, I, I don't know what kind of uh, situation there is for, you know, Westbrook league-wide, but he seemed like he was great there. He played great. I think they should try to get him back. Um so I'm, I'm sure the Clippers are certainly disappointed. That is a guy that if you had asked me 90 minutes ago where did I think Chris was going to go, I probably would have said Clippers, right? But, um, you know, certainly trade, uh, create options or limit options. And so, yeah, I mean, um, but, you know, Clippers have an opportunity to be creative and let's see, there's still some time. It's not the end of the world today, Uh they certainly have some assets, some young talent to make some trades as well. Mark, it's always great stuff. We appreciate you jumping on with us. Yeah, yeah, that new uh, Warriors GM is uh, making some moves already. Huh? Yeah. He most certainly he's is, and li- not sticking to his plan. He's telling some lies. Yeah. <laughs> four <laughs> days. Four <laughs> days ago, Jordan Poole is supposed to be oh. there for the next four years, and four days later he finds Thanks. himself a member of the Washington Wizards. He is Mark J. Spears, NBA senior writer for ESPN and Anscape, joining us here on Canty and Carlin. Aaron, one thing that stuck out to me, that yeah. you know, that right away said, "I do not." Mark said, "I do not He's expect not CP3 the to come off the bench." Yeah. He expects yeah. him to start. Wow, that I, is... I think that's ridiculous. I mean, I, I, I just don't, Courtney. When they were championship caliber, right, with or without KD, they were one of the best defensive teams in the league. And everybody talked about the three-point shooting and the Steph half-court jumpers and the shimmy shake and all that made a lot more news. It was a lot sexier. But wow, they were the best defensive team in the league, led by an anchor of the Defensive Player of the Year many years, whether he actually won the award or not, in Draymond Green. Well, they obviously need to bring Draymond back, but that backcourt is so small in a conference. Like, who's guarding Devin Booker and like who's going to guard these guys on the Warriors? It's really I, I I think it's a major major concern. 
The shakeup in the Western Conference continues just hours ahead of the NBA draft. Chris Paul is headed to the Golden State Warriors, the Washington Wizards executing this trade. In exchange, they get Jordan Poole, a 2030 protected first rounder, and a 2027 second rounder. Plenty more on this. Plus, we're going to get you ready for the NBA draft. What are we looking forward to tonight Beyond the first three picks. That's coming up next right here on ESPN Radio. This is the Canty and Carlin Podcast.